Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 2 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, an update from the NBA. Anthony Davis is back. So are the Lakers. And so are the Lakers. They are trailing the Spurs, who have won three games all year. Uh, 24-22 late in the first quarter. AD and Rui Hachimura making his Lakers debut after the big trade uh, 36 hours ago. They have both come into the game together off the bench. Hachimura has hit a couple of free throws. AD is still looking for his first couple of points in the game, but he's going to be going to the free throw line. So here come the Lakers, and this is now the official beginning of the season for LA. Four games under 500. Okay. It's just about getting into the playing round. If you can crawl into the top six, that's great. They're only, if the look, crawling into the top six is not that difficult, they're only two games out of the sixth spot because the West is competitive. It's not great, it's competitive. But this is the real beginning of the season. 
AD is back. They they make their they make their one trade because that was the bullet they had to fire was for Hachimura. We you know we traded away Kendrick Nunn who was a guy. We traded away a couple of second round picks. This was their big move. So tonight's the start of the Lakers season uh, with AD coming back. And again, I think Rui Hachimura is going to be fine. He'll do what they need. He'll hit some shots, hit some threes. But it's going to be hey the Lakers will be okay as long as AD is playing. And how long is AD going to be in the game in in the lineup until he gets hurt again? Right. That that's the whole thing. Sure. He was unbelievable believable until he went out it's like he decided hey i don't like what people are saying about me i'm going to really going to go to the next level to really try and not just get by with my physical abilities but then he got hurt and then it's oh yeah that's the other thing about ad too you talk about his motivation and it's about staying healthy so hey it's great that he's back hopefully this continues but i i don't expect to see him for the rest of the season how many get 10 games five games 15 games i don't know but it's going to happen at some point because it always happens with him well, it's the curiosity, right? It's also the next day of how do we get rid of Russell Westbrook? Those were all the thought pieces today, particularly after he got really upset at our guy Dan Wojcicki with a line of questioning he had in the postgame about a turnover and some miscommunication. Uh, a cross-up, as Wojcicki termed it in his question, that Russell Westbrook got really mad about. Goes well. I know the intent wasn't to turn the ball over, <laughs> unless that was the intent. Was the intent to turn? If the intent was to turn it Did over, you let take me know. Money? Let me know. Yeah. If you meant to turn it over. I'll, I'll just walk away. That's fine. Yeah, that one didn't get as much run as the uh, the other reporter that kind of washed him up. So you know, our, our guy Woiki mixing it up. But uh, after some of the the latest Westbrooks, it's been a all right. Can we get rid of him now? <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is coming back together, and Anthony Davis is coming back. It's like, all right, now now can we attend to the other piece of business here, or will that kind of go unnoticed based on the fact that guys are getting healthy? Mm. But just think about this for the NBA season. You worried about your team. Like I sit here and watch the Knicks go, boy, the Knicks win five in a row, and they lose five in a row. What the hell's happening with them? Why can't they? And then I realize – Everything is fine. It's If the season can start for the Lakers tonight, the season can start for the Knicks. It can start for almost anybody except like the Pistons and the Rockets and the Spurs. But for everybody else, and the Hornets, and, and the Magic. But for everybody else, it can start tonight. If you're upset about your team, it can start tonight. Again, not if you're the Magic or the Hornets or the Pistons or the Spurs or the Rockets. But everybody else, <laughs> you can say your season starts tonight. It's okay. Next level. Yeah. I, I like that level. it begins, though. I mean, like the, the hope is the the best and the most dangerous thing. Still want LeBron James a uh, little little more on the uh, why did he look so out of it? I mean, I, obviously they're getting waxed by the uh, the Clippers, but you're having a big night and outside of your individual effort. You look like you would have rather been anywhere else mm-hmm. than on mm-hmm. the bench uh, yesterday. But you know that is what it is. Hey, 178 points shy of Kareem. Yay! This is how it feels to score 40 against the Clippers. I thought it'd be better than that. All right, fine. <laughs> Did they not give me a long enough uh, <laughs> celebration here? What the hell, man? Uh, so we'll keep you posted on this game. Uh, 26-25, Spurs with the lead over the Lakers right now uh, in the first half. A little bit of uh, tempers flaring as a rough foul by Russell Westbrook uh, has everybody jawing at each other, but order has been restored. Uh, again, we'll wait for Dan Wojcicki to ask Russell Westbrook after the game about what that play was all about. Uh, but, <laughs> look, big night in, in the NFL tonight as we now know who could wind up winning some of the big awards at the end of the season. We saw the MVP finalists. No one is surprised. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, 
Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Justin Jefferson. Right? I mean, we saw that. But here's the thing about this. I think we can already, Mike Harmon, we can already knock that list down. Right? I think. Th- th- yeah, because you just follow me here for a second, right? So there are your MVP finalists, right? Th- those are your five MVP finalists. Allen, Burrow, Hurts, Jefferson, Patrick Mahomes. Now, the players nominated for Offensive Player of the Year are Hurts, Jefferson, and Mahomes. Right now, think about the Academy Awards that came out. The Academy. What do you pay attention? There's ten nominees for Best Picture. Who can really win Best Picture? Right, the ones where Best Director are nominated. The other ones, you just let them go. Right, they're just nominated to help. Hey, we're going to bring attention to this movie. We're going to help out something like Top Gun Maverick. But the only real movies that can win are the ones that have best director nominated as well because that shows you what the academy thinks of the film so i think here right here right we have five nominees for nfl mvp right it's allen or burrow or hertz or jefferson or mahomes but you only got three nominated for offensive player of the year hertz jefferson and mahomes so can you really tell me that nobody that somebody outside of hertz jefferson or mahomes is going to win mvp like, you're, you're going to see Josh Allen can win MVP and somebody else wins Offensive Player of the Year? That's not going to happen. So it's really Hurts, Jefferson, Mahomes. You know Justin Jefferson's not going to win as a wide receiver, so it's really Hurts or Mahomes. And as I told you from the beginning of the season, Jalen Hurts is going to be NFL MVP. So I'm sticking with that all the way through, and he's had a better year than Mahomes. His team has won more, and he's been a, doing it differently than other quarterbacks have done it. And most importantly for me, He's got half the turnovers that Mahomes has. He's got half the turnovers of all the quarterbacks that are finalists for MVP. The touchdowns are about the same because you have the 22 he had throwing, then he had 13 running the football. Touchdowns, yards, all that stuff is about the same. But you look at turnovers, and he's the guy that turned the ball over half the time that Mahomes and Allen and Burrow all did. So, yeah, I'm doubling down on Jalen Hurts. for the. I'm tripling, quadrupling down, and, boy, that's one I should have went to Vegas with at the beginning of the season. Because I could have got like 25 or 30 to 1 odds on Jalen Hurts. Yeah, here's the problem. You're going to lose. Because uh, Mahomes right now is minus 750. Mm. Minus 750. So this is the bet 10 bucks uh, to get 1133 back. Um, so no. Uh, Hurts is currently uh, 12 to 1. Sorry, boo, 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 boo. And, boo. and as we know, the boo. information, while not perfect, is pretty good, right? They've done all their uh, their their polling, kind of like Medina with his midseason thing, and and our guy Jason Cole with what he does uh, around the NFL related to the Hall of Fame and, and different pieces of information. There, yeah, it's Mahomes followed by Burrow, followed by Allen, followed by Hertz, followed by Jefferson. Boo. Jefferson at a hundred to one. Boo. Sorry, buddy. Boo. You had a good. Boo. You had a good. Uh, you had a, a good Boo. run with it, but uh, those couple of games he missed are going to cost him. Boo. And the perception? No, no, no. But here's the thing: the perception was that the Chiefs were going to have some dramatic drop off because Tyreek Hill left. Right. Mm-hmm. That was what everybody assumed. It was except us, because uh, well, we're smarter than the average Bears. Like so long as Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are there, I- I'm feeling pretty good about it and the Raiders are still playing there and and I got the Denver's gonna stink thing right so all of that played in my advantage Patrick Mahomes emerges victorious boo 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 for you for putting that and fostering that false narrative out there boo 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 boo. for giving you information from earlier today boo boo yeah boo sorry
That rains on my Jalen Hurts parade. I'm you know sorry that. you want to go live in an alternate you know universe. That, don't you? And that's fine. It's not hey, an alternate he can, universe. He can win an offensive player of the year award. No, he can't. Can you sure really he can. You can give the MVP to the home, but offensive player of the year goes 100%. to Jalen Hurts. No, you can't. Or you can give it to Justin Jefferson. Here, here's a here's an award that doesn't matter. These guys only play offense. None of them matter. They only play offense. You can't do well MVP wise because you know defensively. It's this is not. Hey, we put Scott Rowland in the Hall of Fame because he's boy, he's really good fielding them. Oh, right. Yeah, that's good. Let's put him in the Hall of Fame for that. Yeah, yeah. Nah, see, you can't have a guy win MVP that 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 isn't nominated for Offensive Player of the Year. You can't do it. Can't do it. Boo, 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 boo. I hope Sorry, Vegas buddy. takes a bath. Vegas takes a huge bath on this. It's yeah, like they no, found that... a way. If you know, you know, and, and honestly, just just to be honest, just to be honest here for a second, I feel like the entire season, whether it's me, members of the media, whether it's NFL players because they heavily have piped in about MVP, whether it's past whatever it is, I just I, I get the overall sense that Jalen Hurts is not nearly respected enough like he should be. Yeah, but that offense, boy, it's really got. Well, oh, wait, but Chiefs aren't in a good offense. Travis Kelsey's not the best tight end uh, that we've seen in years in the NFL. He's, he's better than even Rob Gronkowski. We, we're not seeing that. We're saying, oh, he just he just doesn't get the love he deserves. It's like, no, yeah, no, Jalen no, Hurts is good, but well, there's other guys who really like better. What has Jalen Hurts not done this year? What is he not? Like the guy can't even get credit for playing great. Any, there's not sure he is. Nobody, no, nobody's telling him he was oh, a he sure was a is. stiff. Sure, no, but but there to were, say before oh, the season, other guys he had a better. lot of folks that still thought he sucked. Other but, guys. Other guys are better, right? Other guys are better, right? What was it? Or, or as good, you know? And then it becomes a battle of uh, press, pressers and perception. And right now, who who does anybody love more than Joe Burrow in the National Football League? Nobody. Look at his swagger. Look at the post game outfits. Look at what he does week after week. No. And then he said, "Hey." Get refunds. They love Burrow. You know, all of that yeah, stuff. No, look, everybody loves Burrow, and they yes. love Mahomes. But no, Jalen Hurts is, uh, I don't know. That, that's that's how it's been all year. I'm all, sorry, he's fourth year. of five. All oh, year. no. All year. Boo. Well, but, but it goes to the same thing that we've done as a collective media and how much is fair versus foul in terms of what Brock Purdy has done to this day. Because you still have folks that are going to die on the hill of the, this guy's a jag. Because if the if it happens to be that, right, and he suddenly falls off a cliff performance-wise, it could be the, I was the smartest guy in the room, and while everybody else was seeing something, I didn't. That's what you want to be the contrarian. With the Jalen Hurts, he's had a great year. There's no question about it. Patrick Mahomes, whether you like it or not, maybe it's because he was cloned like Dolly the Sheep. Stunt he wins. Boo, boo, boo. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Lakers trailing the Spurs right now, 44-40, to midway through the second quarter. AD is back. Rui Hachimura making his big debut elsewhere. Golden State on top of Memphis right now, 40 seconds to go in the first half, 51-49. Golden State playing at home, so you know they kind of have a chance tonight, but we'll see. Uh, getting set to join us on the line, Rick Bucher is going to stop by. He is at Golden State's game. Do you think, Mike, that that uh, that that Bucher had uh, uh, someone from Uber Eats deliver McDonald's on the court during the game tonight? I think that would have been a good bit for for him or someone else to pull that off on the nationally televised NBA game. Although I think they've got to deal with a uh, a, a different distributor of that nature okay. as an NBA uh, partner if I if I saw that ad correctly in the last block so um, perhaps their rivals would be smart to come on board that way that that kind of load themselves he's on Twitter at Rick Buecher he is at Golden State in Memphis right now he joins us now on the hotline Rick what's happening man uh, just uh, enjoying rivalry week do you guys have a rival is there a rival? I don't think you guys have rivals. 
No, we are we are unparalleled. We crush I our rivals. I fight with everybody, that's but I crush I, them all. Yeah, we crush our that, rivals. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I assumed, but I just wanted to confirm because it's it's trade season, so we just can't go out there with crazy things. We have to confirm what is actually happening, and so that's what I'm. That's that's the mode that I'm in. Now, now speaking of crazy, I mean, we, you know, tonight's game between Loyola and Duquesne in college basketball, uh, an Uber Eats delivery driver walked onto the court to try to deliver McDonald's to someone who ordered. They had to stop the game and figure out what happened. Uh, it's yeah. become a pretty big thing. Um, yeah. That 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 was not Matt Buker. He was not involved in this, right? I just want to make sure. Uh, yeah. Now, what what was the what was the order? Uh, I don't know. We don't know what the order was. It was I mean, just, a, just a giant satchel. It was satchel just a giant from satchel of food from McDonald's. He walked onto the court. Yeah. No. Unless it was barbecue, that it would not have been Matt Matt Buker. So, okay. All right. Um, yeah. Do you um, want us to send you some McDonald's? But it, <laughs> it kind of sounds like something he would do. Okay. Uh, you know what? Actually, on second thought. Let me check my card. Okay. Because, <laughs> because if he's door dashing, chances are I'm paying for it, unbeknownst to me. You ever see anything like that at an NBA game? I mean, a guy walking on a court with Uber Eats to try to deliver it to somebody? No. It, it, honestly, it, it, sounds, it sounds like uh, free advertising. Sounds like, sounds like somebody... Uh, put somebody up to it just to make a splash and have everybody talking about uber eats i mean kind of ingenious in a in a way free no question yeah oh, sure yeah sure i mean i i'm old enough to remember when calvin klein walked onto the court to talk to latrell sprewell during a game uh when, when the knicks were playing he, he was going to inbound the ball and calvin klein got up out of his seat and was talking latrell for a few minutes uh, uh the game's going out okay i guess he's got something to say to me right now yeah, uh, I I I missed I missed that. But uh, were you a Calvin Klein guy, by the way? I, I, I have a hard time seeing you in Calvin Klein. Pants, <laughs> no, no, no. If, Cal, if Calvin Klein made really comfortable sweatpants, yeah, that would be me. I, I'd be Calvin Klein. I, I would need that. Well said. Well done. Now, hey, I'm surprised you're actually going to come and talk basketball with us because I have a feeling your brain has to be like 95% on the Bengals this week. Or am I wrong about that? Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, no, it's not my brain. It's, my, it's every other part. It's my, my, my heart and my, uh, my lungs and you name everything else. Uh, it's just um, the mind has been turned off because this is still I'm still getting accustomed to this idea that the Bengals have the potential of going to uh, a second consecutive Super Bowl. Um, I, I look, I had not, especially last weekend with with the Bills and the way the offensive line was playing there. Um, I I had my concerns, but uh, Joe Burrow is playing like a freaking surgeon, getting the ball out of his hands. And I don't think, and I'm sure you guys have talked about it, but. What I get from that team is that they are playing with a huge chip on their shoulder. And the way the results of the, the Bills situation was handled only made that chip bigger. And having a collective motive, I, boy, it is tough to beat a talented team when they have that. And I think that they've, over, they've overcome that. And I just I want to shout out to all my Cincinnati peeps because – um, the way they responded to the DeMar Hamlin situation from the moment it happened to when he was in the hospital there 
uh, the people that were holding the vigil, the, the way that people have treated it on social media. Uh, it makes me proud to say that I am a son of a natty because um, the way that, that all the fans, the Bengals fans there, responded to that situation is the way I would hope that every fan base would respond when an opposing player uh, is, is put in a situation like that or, or it's something like that happens to uh to an opponent that uh we look beyond that and we we realize the um our shared humanity so i'm i uh i I really uh i'm proud to say that i'm from the natty based uh on that alone see there you go it's the best of humanity everybody coming together and if you're heading to arizona rick will need a ticket okay rick um so (laughs) Well, you know, I I got to put it out there while we're at it. Uh, so yeah. NBA if Gary wise, doesn't come. If Gary Owen doesn't come through for me, yeah, I, I mean, I need a backup for sure. See, there you go, and and he got the name drop in too. Uh, <laughs> nicely done, Rick. <laughs> so we we look at the NBA, the first trade uh, that goes down, I guess locally. Uh, we look at it with Rui Hachimura, LeBron James yep. putting up huge points, but many a caption uh, made of his. Uh, well, lack of interest when he was on the bench yesterday and a bit sullen, but what, what does yep. Hachimura do for this squad? Uh, you know, the short answer, unfortunately, for Lakers fans is, is not enough. Uh, you know what it does? You know what Rui does? Is he takes some of the heat off of Rob Palenka. And um, in talking to scouts about Rui, Rui is, uh, look, he's a little physically bigger than Kendrick Nunn. He can give you a little more defense than Kendrick um, whether he's able to knock down the corner three is really going to determine um, what what he's going to be able to contribute. He, from what I've been told, is not a high basketball IQ type player, which generally doesn't play well with LeBron. And he's had his own injury history. Uh, history. So uh, it, it's, I think that I saw the response from Lakers fans in terms of, hey, he did something. It was a good job. And Rob did something. It's a, it, it improves us. It's a good deal. And the general response that I'm getting from the league is, um, uh, is a little more cynical, um, especially when it comes to this move and the hope that there's going to be another one. The feeling is Rob did this and he gave up the three seconds to do it so that Basically, he, they don't have any other assets other than the two firsts. And from everything I've heard, they are still stuck on not moving those. So he has the cover of saying, hey, I, it's not as if I didn't do anything. I jumped out there and made a deal happen. And when the trade deadline comes and goes and nothing else has happened, he can say, hey, look, you know, we were, we were aggressive. We got out there early, and there was just nothing else that came, uh, you know, that was on the table for us that made a whole lot of sense. So we're going forward with what we've got, and we hope that uh, AD stays healthy and LeBron stays healthy, and we're going to do the best with, uh, with the crew that we have. Rick Buecher, our guest here, Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Mike Harmon. All right, Rick, I'm going to bring you in on a discussion we had on the show last night, which is probably the first time this team's been mentioned on Sports Talk Radio since probably 2006. We talked mm-hmm. about this last night, and I'm going to tell you this right now. The yeah. NBA Coach of the Year, you can yes. throw everything away. Mike Brown is your NBA Coach of the Year. I'm not mad at that. Okay. I am not mad at that. Especially, now, you know, by saying that, he's going to get fired. Exactly. I mean, 100%. 100%. 
Yeah, so, LeBron, LeBron's going to get him fired from Sacramento. <laughs> I don't know what you have against Mike Brown, but yeah, okay, let's make him coach of the year. That's fine. Um, no, you know what? It, w- what I appreciate about that is that um, Mike has clearly evolved as uh, as a head coach. What what he's doing with Sacramento is a reflection of how much he's grown and that he has become a guy. You know, there was a time where one offensively, he, he was he was a very good defensive coach. I think probably being with the Warriors um, has certainly uh, expanded his his portfolio in in, in that regard. Um, but I also I get the sense that he is not afraid to challenge guys um, in a way that he was not previously. And so uh, we were actually just joking about it. Um, a couple of a uh, couple of writers and Ray Ritter, uh, well-known communications VP of the Warriors, long time, and we were joking about the fact that the Kings becoming relevant again, um, you know, would be the first time since like 2006 that we had somewhat of a Warriors Kings rivalry. So hoping that, uh, <laughs> hoping that, 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 uh, that comes to bear. And I got, I have to tell you, I'm in a hallway here in the bowels of the arena thinking that I had found a quiet place. And I swear to God, there has been a parade of every possible, like, vehicle that you could you could have to move <laughs> to move things going by me. <laughs> it's been everything but i feel like i'm there's i'm waiting for an armored truck to come by next to, nice. uh, point, so. <laughs> it's like an airplane or a scary movie where just something bigger keeps coming by every single time <laughs> it's just kind of yeah I'm, I'm, i gotta look around the corner to see if there's any raptors that are going to be coming around the corner yeah, say, there's a guy on an elephant um yeah, all right exactly. riddle me this uh in la lebron and ad or Kawhi and paul george which duo plays more games going down the stretch Oh, wow. <laughs> well, uh, probably AD and LeBron because the Clippers really, um, all they want to do is have everybody available at the end of the year. And they have enough depth that they can make the, they can get a playoff spot. They could, they could get uh, one of the top four playoff spots without playing PG and Kawhi um, every night, all night. The Lakers can't. The Lakers can't make the playoffs without LeBron and AD playing uh, the vast majority of the games. So it's a matter of urgency and you know what what they have to do to be in the postseason. And for that reason, I would expect that LeBron and AD there's at least the motivation to have them play as many games as possible. Where the Clippers are not motivated to do that at all. And, and when, they, when they have a performance like they, they did against the, the Lakers where they basically just show what they're capable of, that's even more reason for the Clippers to go, okay, we know what we're capable of when we have everybody on the floor. Let's just make sure that when we get to the playoffs that we've got everybody available. And that is their number one priority. So for that reason, I'm, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Lakers duo playing more games than PG and Kawhi. 
All right, let me take you back to what you started out talking about here before you brought you the Bengals and and uh, and, and Mike Brown. Uh, you wrote about this a bit for FoxSports.com. I'm getting the sense that you're, uh, as far as the trade deadline goes, it's a little, yep. it's 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 way murkier than it's ever been, and it's going to be really difficult to parse things out going forward. Well, especially right now, because one thing that I didn't write about, but I've heard in the last a couple days is the Jay Crowder situation is really is gumming up the works right now um, because essentially he's been available since the beginning of the year uh, for a first round pick. And now that he hasn't played all this time, uh, there are suitors out there. There are teams, the Bucks being one, there's a couple teams out there that would love to have Jay Crowder. Um, but at this point, him not having played all season long, they're like, well, I don't know if we want to give up a first round pick for him. And there are other guys that are uh, of the same ilk, or they could, you could find a guy who's kind of a defensive specialist, can space the floor, but they have heftier contracts and would be far more involved. And you, you might have to give up a little bit more. It becomes a far more involved, uh, involved trade. And so all of the teams that are interested in making a move are waiting to see what happens to Crowder. And that's why I think that you could see, like, normally we see some some trades trickle in as we run up to the trade deadline. Um, We could very well get down to the last 48 hours before a deal breaks and everybody is lined up with their deal subsequent to that first trade happening. And then we just get an avalanche of deals coming down at the last second. Um, I think last year we... It was the last week where everything happened, but it happened over a three-day period. I think we could very well see this year where it's all compacted into the last 24 hours. Is part of that also that you only have two teams in each conference that are have no chance at hell in making the playoffs? That's a huge part of it. That's a huge part of it because especially with – I mean, the play-in, the play-in tournament is doing what uh, I think Adam Silver hoped it would, which is teams – there's, there's, I mean, there's a dozen teams that could make the playoffs and it could make it through the, the, the play-in. Teams are looking at like at the Minnesota Timberwolves and how their fans reacted and the fact that they, they ended up getting, uh, you know, they, they, they ended up making playoff money off of just sneaking in through the play-in and, um, and how their fans reacted. And so, so owners are looking at it going, okay, I could pick up a couple million if we make the playoffs or – we could move in the other direction and try to save a couple million by moves we make uh, at the trade deadline and, and, you know, getting off some, some contracts. And there's like a dozen teams that are kind of like, they could, they could go either way. And so the Milwaukee's and um, Dallas is another team, the Clippers, like there's teams that, that are looking to make a deal, but, the market isn't set yet because there's so many teams that might have talent that would be available, but they haven't decided whether they want to go get more talent or they want to get rid of some of theirs. So to your point, yes, that and, and along with 16 teams, I think there's 16 teams right now that are in the, in the luxury tax. And that's another thing where it's like, if we're going to go for the playoffs, as a as scout said to me, because if you're going to suck, you want to suck cheaply. So, <laughs> you know, that's a heck going on a t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. 
is your it, it goes well with Calvin Klein jeans, uh, hey, the hey, knockoff. Hey. <laughs> um, <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Um, yeah, no, but that the uh, that, that's that's the other factor. I mean, people fans don't like to hear this, but um, teams are always looking at the bottom line. And when you're on the on the periphery of making the playoffs or not, they're weighing what are we paying in the luxury tax versus what we would make, not only just in in ticket sales for you know a couple of playoff games, but in terms of season ticket sales for next year and corporate sponsors and all the things that when you're a playoff team, like it, it ends up, it ends up being a calculation. The guys with the, the, the green eye shades uh, ultimately are very involved in which trades actually go down. He's on Twitter at Rick Buecher. That is at Rick Buecher. Check him out on FS1, the On the Ball podcast with Rick Buecher. And uh, the second half of tonight's game between Golden State and Memphis. Rick, stay away from the big high-profile vehicles. Enjoy the rest of the game. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, fellas. If you hear a beep, 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 um, (laughs) make sure that I'm not under it, okay? Bangles, yo. (laughs) Bangles, yo. (laughs) Bye, Rick. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here 
both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Today's Friday. We got a big NBA story coming your way in about 10 minutes, a story that's evolving right now. But uh, stop me if you heard this before. NFL team has an owner who wants to make a very specific decision. Many people who work with the owner, with the team, would like to talk him out of that decision. You say, oh, Cowboys, Jerry Jones, yeah, no, 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 no. I see how you would default to that. Not the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. Jim Ursay is ready to bring Jeff Saturday back for a second interview as they try to full-time fill the head coaching position. I mean, why do you need to talk to him one time? You saw him coach, he went 1-7 and seven and blew the biggest lead in the NFL in the last 30 years. Uh, and many people in the organization who work with Ursay are trying to convince him that uh, maybe we should go in a different direction at head coach. Maybe he's not quite the guy. I mean, Mike, there is doubling down on a bad idea, and there's doubling down on a bad idea after the idea was proven to be bad. No, 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 I'm going to still do this again. Again, wow. I mean, I, if, if I'm the Indianapolis Colts fan base right now, I go, what What the hell are we doing, really? We gave him a chance. That's fine. Season wasn't going anywhere. But now we're in position to restart the team. We have a great running back. We'll get a quarterback somewhere. And we want a guy that has no experience and went 1-7 and seven and only beat the Raiders and blew a th- blew a, that huge lead in, in Minnesota that was over 30 points. Really? This is the guy we're going to bring him back for another interview, the guy we're going to bring it seriously? I really hope uh, that our owner's just doing him a solid, saying, hey, we don't want you to feel really bad. We're going to hire somebody else. But, wow, man, you hear Jeff Saturday coming back for a second interview, and you just you, your, your skin starts getting itchy, scratching, going, I got hives. I got hives, man. I'm nervous this is actually going to happen again. Great ideas that just couldn't be implemented midstream. Maybe he should be the guy to pick the quarterback instead of Chris Ballard. Oh, there you go. And like I'm, I said, I've got a bunch of bunch of teams where it's like the GM does a pretty good job of building most of the roster, but then there's one position they just don't get right. Ballard doesn't get to pick another quarterback. Well, the Jets do the same way, but I like you. Stick, stick with the Colts. Stick, no, stick with but the, I'll like, stick with the stick Colts with the right now. Stick with the Colts. So Sean Ward started the petition on Change.org to say, Dear Jim, we as Colts fans will always love the memories of the Super Bowl uh, team, but we don't want Jeff Saturday as head coach of this team. Hire someone with experience and save your fan base from revolting. The end. You know, and, and you bring and up we're a getting good point. signatures all over the place, buddy. You know, you can't do what the fans want you to do in sports, right? That's one thing that, that, that people lose. You can't do what the fans want you to do all the time. 
But you have to avoid doing something that is going to alienate that fan base and make them not want to buy tickets and not watch the games and 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 not suddenly your fan base has deserted you. You have, I mean, really, you have to take sometimes once in a while you have to take that into account. Is this really going to help? Can we really are we really going to capture the fans again and and turn the Colts back into something? Are we going to get free agents who want to come play here if Jeff Saturday is named the coach? Is that really going to happen? I mean, sometimes you have to ask, you have to ask yourself that and go, boy, we really could just be telling the fan base to go away because we know how upset they would be if we make this specific hire. Anybody else, okay, you can hire a lot of other people. If you don't like it, fine. We think this is the guy, but you go hire this guy. It's, it's time to unplug and go, okay, I can do other stuff with my Sundays. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to just the – you've talked about it a lot where if you're interviewing that many guys, you don't know what you want. I say it's kind of the politics way of look at we we've flipped every stone to show you every possible candidate. The fact that you're bringing seven at least seven people back for a second interview, not now you're just wasting your time. Now there's no urgency because the season's still in place, but you'd like like to at least start uh, changing out the nameplates on the doors and getting yourself ready to do some talent evaluation for the draft. Oof, man! Good luck. Good luck. Hey, yep. hey, uh, Mr. Ursay, uh, can I talk to you about who we're bringing in for the interview? No, don't disturb me. I'm locking my door. No. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca Mike at Swollen Dome coming up next no your Uber Eats is here you're not getting Rick rolled we got a big story out of the NBA coming your way Fox you are getting Rick rolled <laughs> if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me Jay Harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.